from Landgrant <laughs> Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Land Grant Brewing. Land Grant University presents Beers with the Brewers. This is the Thursday, January 27th, 2022 episode of Beers with the Brewers. This week on the podcast, we have Mr. Walter Keys. How's it going? Head, I am. Head Brewer Dan Schaefer. Ahoy. Didn't introduce myself, but Adam, one of the co-founders here at, uh, at Land Grant. And special guest, we got a fun episode today. Uh, uh, we got special guest Haitham El Hodiri from American Outlaws Columbus. Hello, everybody. So we're excited to have Haitham on. Today we are talking about uh, the return of one of my favorite beers that we do, and that's that's home. Yeah. And it's got a it's got a new moniker because uh, uh, India Pale Lagers fell fell out of favor in the in the beer marketing world. So it is a cold IPA. Yeah. And it's a cold IPA uh, that we are saying. It tastes like uh, tangerine, pineapple, and uh, and crisp. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this iteration of 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 home, if you want to get it, you're only going to get it either here at the tap room uh, prior to going to the game, or you were here uh, at the tap room last night at the big uh, night before party, or you can get it tonight at the game at Lower.com Field with the U.S. Men's National Team taking on El Salvador, which is exciting. Very exciting. Yes. So the return of uh, return home. Uh, our friends down seventy one thought that they could be the uh, the home of U.S. soccer for a while. I was down there for the Ohio Craft Brewers Conference last week. They still had some uh, banners banners up wel- welcoming FIFA uh, to uh, to Cincinnati. But hey, we uh, we can get into that later. But uh, we're going to talk about the beer first, and then uh, and go from there because it's it's delicious. And uh, Dan, take it away. Yeah, so this is um, 6.25%. I think I was aiming for 6, but uh, we are bringing in a, a new yeast to us, uh, Byron Lager, that kept sort of ticking away and uh, got it to 625 uh, 56 IBUs. Um, it's got a little bit of a, a bitter snap to it, which is what we we're going for. And then uh, CTZ, uh, our Columbus for uh, bittering and... A, I think it was four four one for people keeping score uh, ratio of Idaho seven Amarillo and Citra, and then we hit it again with the same ratio of Cryo on the dry hop and uh, Swain pills all the way through and through. Uh, all about the hops. Yeah, yeah that, that's what this uh, style is. Uh, what we are calling a cold IPA, or what the kids call a cold IPA these days, which is super annoying to me because again. Um, <laughs> So I said, we've done all of these things before, uh, just not all at once. Um, but this was, we used, a, 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 again, the Omega uh, Byron Lager strain um, and fermented at the top end of um, the fermentation range. So like 62, I think I bumped it to 65 or something like that uh, just to finish out. But uh, so it's it's lager-esque. Um, 
kind of an IPL, but it wasn't really lagered, uh, although we used a lager yeast and we used pills malt like we would in a lager. Um, uh, dry hopped it uh, on the cold side and obviously with the cryo hops sort of lean into the whole cold thing. Uh, but uh, the whole impression is you get all the fruity, sort of resinous, um, citrusy hops, but uh, super clean. And, uh, yeah, hopefully um, many will be crushed as the U.S. men's national team crush their enemies. <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, I, I, I really dig this beer. I, I think I always, uh, any of the IPLs we've done, they're some of my favorite because, again, it, it just, it, it, it's that, Classic bitterness, but uh, that you get from the 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 IP, the India Pale part of it, uh, but finishes so clean and, and crisp uh, when you when you have the lager. So, cold IPA or not, uh, I'm I'm digging it. I, I I love this iteration. So, th- has this changed a little bit, Dan, from the last time that we did home? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I tried to keep um you know the heart of it, uh, but that was um. I think probably I think we used maybe five or six different hops in that. And um, I kind of wanted a cleaner profile for this. So um, uh, sometimes when you throw hops together, um, you have no idea what they're going to do to one another. Sometimes it's just a combination of the three of them. This is just a combination of the three of these hops. So um, at least to my palate, I can taste them all uh, just sort of in quick succession. So Amarillo, Apricot, um, sort of a... Amarillo, or Amarillo, uh, orange, uh, grapefruit combo. Uh, Idaho 7 is Fruity Pebbles. It's just um, it's sort of very generically all the fruities uh, type of hop. And um, Citra, uh, the classic, um, it gives you that, uh, that dank backbeat. Is a, it's a citrus booster just to keep things from getting too sweet because Idaho 7 can certainly um, come across as a very sweet hop. You know, um, I, I love when we when we use fruity pebbles to describe a uh, a hop because that was like as a kid that was my favorite cereal. I had the best <laughs> milk of, of all uh, of all the cereals, and uh, just last night I was drinking a Kirkland branded uh, seltzer water that was the lime Kirkland seltzer. Tastes just like fruity fruity pebbles. Hmm. Like hmm. It, it, at least some of the it, it was. I, I I was like next time I. Next time we talk about fruity pebbles as a hot flavor, I need to bring that up because uh, it was it was giving me such such great flashbacks. So if you need a you need to get some K Sig uh, seltzer, um, not not the alcoholic seltzer, it was just a regular uh, seltzer water. I was was pacing myself last night. knew knew we were in for a big couple days here mm-hmm. with with the uh, with the team with with Good the national team in town. Yep. Well, it's a beautiful looking beer too. I now yeah. now we tonight. I think we're going to be serving it both in draft. Or tonight being we're recording this episode Wednesday, which is the night before party, which we'll get into with Hytham in, in a second. But um, great, we Walt's drinking out of the can. Mm-hmm. We got it poured out, but um, yeah, it's 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 got all those 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 classic. Uh, it's a clear beer, which is okay. You can you can you can have a clear beer and still have. Tons of hop characteristics and flavor. Yeah, it's okay. Like it's not say. hazy. It's okay. It's not hazy. We're all right with that. But <laughs> don't be alarmed when you pour <laughs> it in your glass. And, and it'll be interesting because uh, at the uh, Costa Rica match, they poured every uh, can into a into a cup, uh, which uh, 
which definitely caused a lot more lines. Uh, but I think uh, I think a, a larger brewery that's a that's north of. Uh, North on 270 might have might have had an agreement with U.S. Soccer. That is why that maybe the, the, there could be a can of uh, Land Grant showing up on TV. I don't know if that was why, but I'll, I'll, I'll say that's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that. Well. <laughs> any any other thoughts on the taste, flavor? Any anyone else? This is no, uh, yeah, no. Like you said, it looks great in the glass. The can. I mean, I'm biased, but I think the can looks pretty sharp. We got the the AO Columbus logo right on there, which we're pretty excited about. Very excited. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's a, it's gonna be a good one for match day tomorrow, and uh, in the next few weeks, as well. I love it. Um, I love how fruity it is. I like how light it is, but still got that hop bite to it. I like it very much, and the can is really cool. I don't. Uh, I've been jazzed for quite a while about the can, so <laughs> I, I don't know anybody else who has their logo on a can. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 fun because we've been we we. D- I don't even re- was it the the it would have been five years ago at the, well four years ago at this well, point the first time we did yeah, it? yeah did we do it for the it was the that, that we did it for the it was a it was the Mexico game yeah the the the, the uh, it was pretty soon this is one of the first beers I feel like we put in cans uh, that wasn't one of the sort of core three so this was the last so, Osasero match we had yeah, it in cans yeah they for won that match, that match yeah because yeah. they've been back since and, and it didn't work yeah, out we're, we're uh, um, uh, there was a missed penalty kick at the end of the game yeah, that, that yeah, yeah. kept it Sassero, which was <laughs> that was one of the most fun games I think I've mm-hmm. been to. Yeah, uh, that's what they say. Yeah. So yeah, in in having it back and 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 then finally closing closing the gap on the partnership to have uh, have the AO Columbus uh, logo logo on the can to, to celebrate that and 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 there's an important question that we got to ask before we get into. Uh, why the beer's home and all that for all their listeners, but how crushable is it? Um, and that question is, uh, uh, how crushable is it? Six, six crusher. So and again, <laughs> so 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 for Hyatt, the first time on the podcast, and, and those that might be the first time listeners, uh, our crushability scale. Now these are sixteen ounce cans. Yeah. Um, we look at it if it's a twelve ounce can, you're getting a twelve ounce can in, in your in a place that you have either arranged for a designated driver or maybe you're going to be at starting uh, at early and then going to be at a two-hour soccer match so you will have time that you will be a responsible person to you're drive in a home. responsible situation you're, or are you just watching the game at home so yeah. you, you you are responsibly crushing but in that session how many could you crush you know yeah. uh, uh, responsibly I'll say I, saying six I, I, I'm saying six I responsibly crushed I snuck a six pack or a four pack of this home this past weekend and responsibly crushed quite a few during the uh, the Bengals game the other day. So I can attest that it is a uh, match yeah, slash game friendly crusher. Now, now again, six point two five percent is 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 right in that really crushable range. And you know, if you're at the night before party, uh, you know weather past weather reports. We love the weather here. At least I do on beers. With the Brewers. Uh, the high today, high today was 25, and uh, I think on the news this morning the wind chill was negative 10. Yeah, the high was low today. Yeah, the high was low. So we're gonna head over to Dan, and we're gonna get your crushability on at home here. I'll go with the five. Five crusher. Five crusher. All right. Height them. Put you on the spot. First time on the podcast. What's your crushability on this? 
Um, I'd, I'd say five to six. Five to six. So you're going to leave a half round of a can. That, round that one up to six. We'll round it up to six. I'm going to say you're not going to you're not going to leave you're not going to leave that last one. We know we know you're going to arrive at the batch maybe have, uh, responsibly. Maybe, you're, you, maybe you've got a half can and the. The U.S. scores a goal and uh, you lose, ha- you you lose, lose half, half, half that can. That, that, that's that's the, been known to happen. I, in the I, pandemonium. I think I lost a half a can. <laughs> Not saying you would never throw. Mexico match. You would never throw a can. Mexico match. The cans get shaken around a little bit. Throwing cans would be irresponsible crushing. Exactly. If we're talking a six crusher scale, then technically, if he if he drinks the four pounders, that would be five in a bit. So. Oh sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see. Are you modifying yours, or are you still at five? I'm, I'm, I'm still. I'm, I'm thinking about it in terms of like the four pound. I could drink four of the pounders. So you, so you that would, would be a six be, crusher. I, I we'll round it up. We'll round it up, and we're gonna make that a unanimous six crusher because I I know I'm gonna I'm I'm probably gonna crush six of these tonight and crush definitely six of these tomorrow because uh, uh, there, there's 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 really not a better atmosphere as someone who grew up going to Ohio State football games like and that was my sport uh, the the best atmospheres I've ever been in have been sitting in the American Outlaw section of Mafre, uh Crew Stadium whatever whatever we're calling it uh, lower.com last time for Costa Rica uh, getting chills talking about it right now and that's why I hype them here because you know uh, for those of you who maybe don't follow uh, uh, international soccer uh, you know if if you wanna if you wanna take the mic now and and why you know we know why we called it home but what does home mean and and AO Columbus being a big part of that for many years uh, with our national team uh, coming back here and playing really big games. So I think uh, it's pretty clear that um, we we consider Columbus the spiritual home of the U.S. soccer team. This many dos zero games. I mean, you can't argue with that. Um, then. Very practically, a lot of our TIFO has had the word home, and it has reinforced that it's home. Um, U.S. soccer doesn't have an official home, but we like to think that with all the Dos Eros and all the other victories here, that uh, we're at least spiritually home. Yeah, and and with now with the the, the head coach of the U.S. men's national team being our our, our former uh, gaffer in charge of the uh, the the Columbus Crew in uh, Double G Greg. Uh, uh, 3G, 3G, Greg, 3G, Greg. My, that that it that is my bad. Uh, it's 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 it's. Uh, I was shocked when they decided to have another match so shortly after uh, Costa Rica. But why not? Why not have come here in January and and, and have these Central American uh, teams come down and uh, brave the elements? So there's that, of course, and that's always one of the things about having a game in Columbus in cold weather or in Ohio in cold weather. But then there's also that the next match is in Canada. So this is great training for the guys. And uh, let's, let's go on. Then the next one's in, in Minneapolis. So let's, it's a cold weather international break. And, and the Minneapolis game, or the Canadian game is probably going to be warmer than probably both of these. Uh, Quite uh, possibly, where, where, huh? where, where it's at, which is, which is kind of ironic. I where guess. are they playing the Canada match? Uh, Hamilton, Ontario. So I, so. I think yeah. outside of Toronto is would essentially. I, I'm not. That a, is correct. I yeah. don't know my Canadian. It's my former neck of the woods. Oh yeah, yeah. As a, a, a Buffalo and how, how would you say Buffalonian? A Buffalonian. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a buffalo. A buffalo. A right? wing. They call them wings up there. A, a wing. A uh, wing. <laughs> home of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a good stretch, um, and and the can the, the the Canada game is going to be one that's going to be, uh, you know, Canada sitting top of the group right now. Yeah, and uh, last Canada game against Mexico, they celebrated a goal with a snow angel. <laughs> I want to see that tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, forecast of snow. So we mentioned last night at the. Uh, uh, at the night before party, no no snow in the forecast, but but low temps. But uh, I was watching the news this morning. They're saying right around game time is when this uh, snow might come through a couple inches potentially. But tomorrow well, it's going to be in the high twenties for the game. So it's I mean we're we're going to feel con- warm. Yeah, it's going to feel warm for, for us at least. Be ready and bring it. Yeah. Can I make one more point? Yeah. We've had two games here, but we've had three in Ohio, which is amazing. It's uh, always fantastic to have uh, games you can drive to easily, yeah. and uh, that, that's a special thing. So, um, props to that. I mean, it is pretty amazing. I mean, you know, we'll cast some shade at Cincinnati, of course, but I mean, the fact that yeah, that that Mexico game is still happening in Ohio, regardless, is a testament to not just the Columbus fans, but Ohio fans in general. It's pretty awesome. Hundred percent. But they should have in Columbus, though. Yeah, <laughs> the thing the thing that I didn't realize before the Cincinnati match, and and, and someone had mentioned to me before the game against Mexico, that that was that's the last uh, World Cup qualifier on American soil against Mexico for for probably four years, for four years, five or years, because or I'm sorry, eight years, eight years, because next cycle with the World Cup being in in North America, in Canada, U.S. and Mexico. All three countries are going to qualify automatically, so aren't aren't going to need to be. Uh, oh, you yeah. know, they may be. There will probably be a friendly against Mexico in that in that qualifying cycle, but it doesn't have the the same impact. Yeah, not quite the same juice yeah, for not, a friendly. Not, but not the same juice. That's but. also a dirty word when it comes to Mexico. So. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, there, we there's still, no friendlies with we Mexico. We still have a, a, a qualifier in the in the Azteca and end of March, I think is a that's correct. Is when it is. I'm trying to convince my wife that what a what a great birthday present during birthday month to head yeah. to Mexico City. Yeah. That'd be amazing. And uh, and go down to the match, but it's, uh, I don't think I don't think I'm going to win that win that one as yeah. uh, uh, that's probably I'd probably be more likely to get Lauren to come out uh, tomorrow night to the match, and that and we know that's not <laughs> happening either. Yeah, well, that's a good. So, all right. So, give us the rundown. Well, I'm going to say though, I I think Lauren's pretty pumped right now. I, she she's excited about the match. So, I we we had a chat. She's excited. She right. looks, she's right there wearing her puffy coat. Yeah, she's right. She dressed. She's dressed for night. She's going to yeah. be here. And this is the this is what's going to win win her over because not being the fan, not being the the the, the supporter of the national team, unless it's warmer weather. You know, we she's she's been to matches. She. Um, it had you know we've been to uh, women's national team matches. We've been to men's national team matches, and she is definitely a warmer weather uh, opportunist. But I don't think she's ever been to an AO night before, so she might see the energy that we had now last night tonight as we're recording and want to be. Uh, hey, I want to sit in that because she was not at. She did not come back. Uh, she didn't sit with us in that. Uh, Mexico match at uh, at Mafre, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. We're going to work on her. That's 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 what we try to do. We try to win her over on on things like that. I'm optimistic. <laughs> so so for folks out there that listen to this podcast, not that there's that many of them, but <laughs> that don't necessarily, there are dozens of us that well, don't necessarily dozens. follow the the national team too close. Um, 
we, we had a great sort of run in that last stretch. Where where do we sit? What is what does tonight slash tomorrow's match mean? And how is the how is the team looking in terms of uh, qualifying for the World Cup? Team looks good. I mean, we're solidly in second. Hopefully, can overtake Canada. I think the the team that's playing tomorrow is one that has proven themselves over these last games. And uh, we're a little disappointed. Um, I don't know if Zach Steffen's going to be here. He's got a yeah, as of the news this morning, he hadn't hadn't made it yet. But yeah, he has we'll an see. iffy back. But uh, it, you know, I think uh, the team looks really good. I think these three games could, especially with one against Canada, could nail things down. So we got we got Honduras, we got El Salvador, and Canada. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. I think, yeah. Let's let's win them all. Let's win them all. Let's just get it over with. And then and then and then go to the Aztec and get a win. Yeah. That's awesome. icing on top of the uh, on top of the cake there. No, that'd be that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Any other uh, any other thoughts going into this beer? I mean, oh, here we go. <laughs> so we Adam heard, had a thought. So. Uh, <laughs> In, originally coming into 2022, as we were looking at our brand calendar, if you've seen it online, you're know, looking at the World Cup. It, has a, it should be this summer, hmm, not. Uh, so uh, this 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 coming up in November, which is uh, a great time for a inter- world international soccer tournament in the middle of uh, most of Europe's season. Uh, there will be a World Cup held in Qatar, and, uh, and uh, so. Our whole plan is uh, we were bringing home back definitely for that in 12-ounce cans. It's going to be available around town. It'll be in grocery stores. Uh, but right when U.S. Soccer announced that they're going to come back to Columbus, uh, we, we got our wheels turning, got it in production. Our friends over at Lower.com uh, reached out to us and, and talked about, hey, we want to make sure that we have some great land grant beer available for this match because we're a month away from cruise season, which is just also crazy. And we're like, we're bringing home back and, you know, we're going to do it in 16 ounce cans and make sure people have it. And they were, they were jazzed about it. They were super pumped. I know, um, you know, Haitham already said that, you know, we're, we're, you know, AO Columbus to be able to have their logo on it. That, that made me as, as, as a member, uh, I think some of my most comfortable t-shirts that aren't land grant t-shirts that I wear, uh, around all the time are my AO shirts. Uh, I, I, I look forward every year getting that in the mail. Uh, it's amazing. So yeah, that's, um, it is amazing. Uh, Like I said, I've been jazzed about it since we first talked about it a while back. Um, uh, Len Grant, of course, is our chapter bar and we're so happy with this, uh, collaboration. Um, so you like our merch? Oh, it's 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 great. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, I got some for you. Oh, oh boy! Segway. This is uh, our game scarf. Oh boy! Oh, it's just gonna it. it's gonna it. it's gonna keep us warm tomorrow. Oh wow! Thank you, man. Cheers, Here you go, sir. It's a Kevin Glenn design. Um, Kevin, friend friend of the podcast, supporter supply. Sure, not yeah, not a sure. sponsor, not a sponsor, but. <laughs> Uh, free mentions for support. Free, yeah, yeah. Free mention. This is yeah. This is fantastic. If you want to even for those uh, of our passionate beer listeners that again aren't maybe uh, soccer supporters, the, the this history of the scarf, why the scarf is important. Uh, don't have to go back all the way, but why scarves uh, uh, mean so much in soccer? You know, I, I it's a part of our identity. Uh, people for a long time have. Uh, 
at the beginning of games, end of games, to celebrate a score, held up a scarf, and it, it says who you are and where you're from. And then there's the added part. The scarf uh, that uh, you guys have just right now is a game scarf, so it's a it's a um, game day scarf, so it mentions the game specifically, as well as um, some really cool artwork about how cold it's going to be. So, yeah, memento to be able to keep it. It's, 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 it's way better than a ticket stub, I'll say that right now, uh, the, as, as to be able to keep in your, your Trapper Keeper. I know Walt has a whole Trapper Keeper at home of all of his uh, fish concerts that he goes to. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, uh, are, are there yeah, ticket yeah, stubs him in there? Him and his, his year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I know uh, I have uh, hung up on many hooks in my closet, uh, up in my office, uh, displayed uh, a lot of the, the memorable, uh, whether it's crew or U.S. soccer matches that, uh, that we've gone to in the past. Yeah, and it's a great, it's a great memento, not, not, not only, especially in a place like Columbus, to keep you warm. Practical uh, memento. It's practical. Yeah. I, I, I think one of my favorite scarf memories uh, is, uh, is, is going down to, and, and this isn't a U.S. soccer one, but uh, going down to uh, Ohio's uh, uh, tailgating on Ohio State's campus. Uh, there was a game day here. I didn't go to game day, but just wearing 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 one of my Save the Crew scarves, wearing a crew scarf, and uh, and and the response. Well, I think we went to the game together yeah. that that day, and and just seeing people react to it, and and uh, seeing and it, it's again, it's a way to identify uh, your support for for the club, and uh, and that was that was that was really special. As someone again mentioned at the open of the podcast, you know, growing up being an Ohio State football fan, but that uh, that that fandom. Uh, in in uh, being able to connect with other folks, uh, it's a great it's a great thing. So, mm-hmm. so thank you. You're welcome. Well, Walt, should we do a quick rundown? We'll, we should do a quick rundown of uh, what's going on. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, last night, if you're listening to this podcast on on Thursday, we had a huge blowout party with our friends from uh, American Outlaws. Uh, before the match, or the night before the match, I should say. And tonight is the match. So. Um, yeah, if you if you have tickets, come on down, have a beer before the match. If you don't have tickets, we'll have it on here. So come down and party with us and uh, cheer on the team. And uh, I'm sure there'll be plenty of uh, other uh, avid supporters down here to uh, commiserate with and uh, cheer on the Yanks. So come on down and watch the game one way or the other. Um, Saturday, we've, oh yeah, this is Keep, keeping the really, USA really just where like, uh, some our patriotic, national, patriotic uh, sports thing here spirit this at, week. at the brewery. Um, Olympic medal curler Tyler George will be here at our curling facility. Our quote unquote curling facility uh, will be here uh, with the Cur- uh, Columbus Curling Club, friends of the our brewery, very good friends, friends of the pod, avid listener. Shout out to Jeff Pelletier. Yeah. Uh, uh, who's, who helped arrange this? Who, who, if you are an avid listener to the podcast, Jeff sends questions in about once every other month. Yeah, uh, they're going to be here to ceremoniously tap the this year's edition of Bond Spiel, our porter. Uh, that'll be around five o'clock, and then they'll be hanging out, um, chatting with folks, and uh, just they'll be around. I'll so. tell you one of the coolest things that we have for that. Uh, I think it's it's either five thirty, six thirty, or six thirty, seven thirty for an hour. Uh, we have two lanes on the on the on the curling ice where Tyler George he's going to be there. So if you are, it's it's open. If you want to challenge him to a to an end of curling of of keg curling, <laughs> he's going to challenge you. I don't know if he's going to make any wagers or if there's anything on the line. We might still need to figure that out. But uh, 
again, yeah. when, when when this was a uh, a twinkle in my mind last year about let's get an ice rink, to think that there's going to be an Olympic curler on our curling rink, it. Uh, Unbelievable, and, and and the guys at the curling club are like he's he just wants to hang out and he's just gonna uh, he might challenge. So if you have a reservation for curling on Saturday night, you may be challenged for an end even on your lane by an Olympic uh, gold medalist yeah. curler. Yeah, so. maybe, maybe the change of uh, venue and format will level the playing field just enough that you could say you could beat an Olympic maybe curler. Maybe you beat an Olympic and gold that could be your but yeah. like maybe if you beat him, that could be your, your catalyst really. into. Maybe my, maybe maybe I'm not a good soccer player. Maybe I'm maybe I'm not not a not a good basketball player. Olympic curling is my thing, and then you hook up with our but our buddies at Olymp- Olympic curling is at, my at thing. the Columbus Curling Club because what they're doing over the next few weeks they have open house curling uh, introductory lessons. You can learn all about it, and who knows? Well, you even could be the next Tyler George. But who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But we'll, we'll find out. And, yeah, shout out to Columbus Curling Club and our good friends over at Pursuit for getting this together. Uh, if you didn't know, Pursuit, uh, shout out to Nate DeMars over there, uh, local um, suit makers here in town. They uh, outfit. They're the, the outfitters for the curling. The U.S. US National. The U.S. Men's curling, curling team, which is awesome. And uh, La- so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Quick fact: Last time I saw Nate was at the Costa Rica match. Yeah, he said, <laughs> so, big yeah, We'll tie, it, we'll tie yeah. it together. Yeah, we'll tie it together. So yeah, come on out for that. That should be uh, pretty fun and bundle up. Um, Sunday, Bengals Chiefs uh, playing the AFC Championship at three. Yeah, um, we'll have it on, on the we'll TVs it on. and the audio. Don't you worry about that. We'll do it. This is the number for one Bengals bar in town. Yeah, you come out. Go for Cincinnati. That. Yay, hurrah! Um, as always, Ray Ray's, Ray Ray's open Thursday through Sunday. Um, Monday nights, Euchre, uh, as always, starts around six. If you want to play, just come on down, get your name in, and uh, we will do our best to work you into the rotation uh there's always a, a team or two that uh isn't able to show so we can usually work folks in if they come on down uh free yellow brick pizza for everyone that plays um vaccination required to play uh tuesday um it's, lunar the, new it's year. the lunar new year and uh just as last year we've got a special beer launching um it supports the asian american community services uh who does great work supporting uh the asian uh community and population here in central ohio um this year's beer is called Easy Tiger. It's a yuzu wheat, uh, really citrusy, really nice. Uh, we'll be tapping that and uh, launching that on Tuesday. A um, dollar for each pint and six-pack goes to AACS and uh, supports their work. So come on down, pick up a six-pack, try it uh, on draft. It should be a fun night. If you like the Skyline intern last year, you'll love this one too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, uh, and then Wednesday, um, the men's national team is at it again against Honduras. So uh, we'll have that game on, and it's going to be a Let's Give night, and that is going to be benefiting uh, the Final Third Foundation. Um, yeah, the Final Third Foundation is our philanthropic partner. <clears throat> They're a local uh, foundation promoting grassroots soccer, for uh, mostly for kids, in um, really creative, innovative ways. Uh, they link in reading. They link in environmental awareness. So... Uh, Ben Levy, the um, executive uh, director, will be here. And so it's a chance to learn about Final Third and, and meet Ben. Cool. So, yeah, come on out. Cheer on the cheer on the U.S. men's national team again. And uh, drink for a great cause. And uh, 
always on Wednesday, Two Fat Indians is here. Um, so you can eat some delicious and spicy Indian food from our good friends there. Um, we, we can't guarantee that you're going to have home uh, available to you during that match. So if you really uh, if you really want some, get some now. Come on down to the tap room. Uh, enjoy it mm-hmm. over at, uh, at, at lower.com yeah. field. But. Yeah, limited batch this time. It'll be a little, little bit bigger batch next time for World Cup. But, yeah. but so, for now, yeah, get your hands on it. All right, Height Thumb. Before we head out, where can we follow American Outlaws, American Outlaws Columbus, specifically to get more information, events like this, watch parties, everything else going around town? Yeah, all our events are posted on all the, all the good social medias. Um, so American Outlaws Columbus, you can find us on um, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram. Awesome. Well... Look for them as they announce when we're uh, hopefully get we're, we're going to be uh, having some more men's and, uh, and women's matches here yeah. uh, in Columbus. If not, they're not here. Head out to their official supporter bar, and that's Langer and Brewing Company to come cheer on your American national teams. Next week, we're going to be talking about Bonspiel Porter. After mention, we're excited just in time. We got Winter Olympics right around the corner. We have a year of a Summer and Winter Olympics, so. We're going to head out to Beijing and uh, hopefully uh, cheer on our, uh, our, our, our... Oh, are we recording in Beijing? Our, yeah, we're going yeah, to re-record <laughs> in Beijing. Right. Yeah, we're going to do that. But No, I... Thank you so much, Ethan, for coming on today. It's been a pleasure. We we'll love, love talking about home, uh, Dan, delicious beer, and... Thank you. We are excited. Hopefully tonight we're going to cheer on our U.S. men's national team to another victory here in Columbus, Ohio. I want snow angels. And we want snow three angels. 3-0 good guys. And, yeah, and calling it. it. 3-0, he's going three at Tres Acero. Call and, my uh, shot. And, and you can come down. You can make your own snow angel in the beer garden if you want. If not, while you're here, make sure to tip your bartenders. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Ask Go USA. Ask.